Hello and welcome to Parking Thought. I'm Jacob and I'm glad you're here today. Today we're going to talk about two things, both of which start with the letter C and that nice harsh C sound that we have in the English language. One of them is compromise and the other one is collaboration. Now this started with a conversation with me and one of the kids. We were driving someplace. I don't remember how it started, but I do remember we were near the railroad tracks. And yes, this is unimportant information that helps provide context. They were saying how, oh yeah, you just compromise and then things will work out okay. And so let's talk about what compromise is because I had to explain this to whichever kid it was that I was traveling with. And so compromise, right, is where both parties or multiple parties come to a discussion and they want a certain particular list of things to accomplish, right? They want a list of things and they have their needs written out and it's really cool and they've got that list and they're going in and, and they can get like two out of three of them done, right? Because they compromised. They didn't get everything on their list. The other guy didn't get everything on his list, right? In that very simple two-party compromise system or two-party um, system. And, and, and so at the end of it, neither one walks back to the group that they represent and have a full list of what they wanted. Now, those one or two items, they might sound like it's, oh, it's just one or two items, but not all things are created equal. There are some items that are absolutely gotta have drop deads. There are other items that are less important. You have to weigh your items when you're in a negotiation situation. And we are often in negotiated situations. If you're, if you're in a space where there's more than just you, you're negotiating. And, and so if you have the attitude of compromise, you will find yourself being less uh, able to be proud of the results. I don't know anybody that's ever walked away from compromise and been proud of the results, right? Unless they've really kind of reframed it as that was the best we could do or, or something else along those lines. In fact, I find that compromise can be really destructive because I find that when you walk away from a situation that you had higher expectations on and then your expectations are not met and you do that repeatedly throughout your life that you end up being really disappointed and grouchy and upset, not, with your, not just with yourself, but with others. And so I'm not a fan of compromise. Now, compromise can happen, right? I'm, I'm not against compromise as a part of a larger process, but I am against compromise as being the rule of thumb, right? If I walk into a situation and I'm thinking I'm gonna compromise right off the bat, it's, it's not worth being in there. Now, on the other hand, collaboration is much, much more difficult to do in some circumstances. It requires more of a foundation. It requires more trust, but it has significantly better outcomes. So collaboration is where I know why I want to come to the table. I know what my whys are, not just what my checklist is, but the whys behind those checklist items. Simon Sinek's book, Start With Why, does a very good job about talking about how important why is in our lives. Right? And if I come with the, I understand why I want the things on my checklist, and I come to that table, and the other person understands what their whys are, and we can sit down and look at each other, and we can say, all right, let's, let's go. Let's, let's make this happen. How can I help you? How can you help me? And I'm still self-interested, and they are still self-interested. Now, self-interest is different than selfish, right? Selfish is, I want what I want at your expense. Self-interested is, I want what I want, and it's not at your expense, 
we are self-interested creatures, and that is a good thing, right? Now, the Bible and a lot of Hallmark movies talk about this uh, feeling as being greed, the, the desire to have more stuff, and that's self-interest. That's not necessarily greed. Greed is I want to have stuff at the expense of others, but self-interest is what allows our society to function. I, I'm going to want a nicer phone than the one I'm recording on in a couple of years. Is that greed or is that just self-interest? And I'd like to argue that it's more self-interest. So collaboration is I know my whys. We come to the table and we start discussing ways where both of our whys or as many of our whys can be met as possible. A great example of this comes from a lot of the work I do as a project manager. I work with teams who already have a lot of items on their plate and I'm coming at them with more work and I need them to want to do the more work I'm bringing to their table. But time is a scarce resource. It's the resource that none of us can really control. It happens to us. It's not something that we can control. And so what we end up doing in those collaborative settings is we look for opportunities, not to change how fast time travels or anything else like that. We don't have those capabilities, but we do have the capability to look at how we are already working to try to free up capacity and be able to, to make the improvements we want to as a team. And, and to talk about you know, where the value is for the different types of improvements that are out there. And so with that collaboration mindset of being able to come to the table and, and saying like, look, let's, let's move this forward together as a team, we're able to go and produce more. And so I really hope that in your settings, in your conversations with other people, you don't advertise and try to take the word compromise out of your vocabulary and instead come to the table with the idea of collaborating. Collaborate with yourself, your internal thoughts about how you want to live your life. Collaborate with others. Build an environment of trust where you can both share your whys. Why is something important to you? Why do you want to bring that forward? And it's amazing what sort of results you can come up with. I, I love this in the writing setting when I have to produce something that gets seen by a very big audience and I will collaborate on those documents. I'll, I'll write down the initial skeleton, I'll go over my words a bazillion times and yet still by the time I hand it off to people who are more experienced in that and we collaborate on what that message is, it always ends up being better. It's like I look at it and it's like my words just got dialed up from a 6 to an 11. It is so cool and it's a wonderful experience, creates shared memories and allows us to grow more as a team. Now compare that with compromise. Compromise does not create positive shared memories. It does not help you grow as a team as much. Now in the overall scheme of things, of all of the collaborations you might have with the team, a compromise now and again may be the best solution. But that's not the model for success for you personally or for your team. And so I want you, your team, whether that's your family team, your work team, or a volunteer team that you work with, I want you to be successful. Come into the environment thinking about collaboration and building off of a collaborative footprint. And so that's what I wanted to share with you guys today. I hope this helps brighten your day. And if you're going to count something to be grateful for, I hope that this podcast and video series is a part of it. At the end of every episode, I challenge you to remember that in a world where you can choose to be anything, why not choose to be grateful? <music>